You're listening to the Wisdom Within Podcast, a journey into vulnerability, authenticity, and trusting your intuition. My name is Zoe, and my greatest passion is to support people in uncovering and celebrating who they really are. I believe the world will be a better place when we stop being other people and start being ourselves. Join me here for reflections, conversations, and guidance, all with the goal of helping you to place ultimate trust in who you are, where you are going, and why you are here. It's time to return to yourself. Hey, everybody. I'm so happy to be back here with you this week after my travels. And wow, (laughs) what a crazy ass time we are finding ourselves in as a collective species on this planet. These times are challenging. They are testing us. I'm finding a lot of strength in this knowing that the universe never sends us more than we can handle. This is true on an individual level in each of our own lives, but I also know that it's true on the collective level. We are being sent these challenges at this moment in history because we are now equipped to handle it. With the internet and social media and ways for people to continue to connect even when they can't physically be together, I feel like that's no coincidence that this is happening when that's possible. And with that said, I want to remind you that Self-care is not just washing your hands a lot and, you know, staying home when you're sick. Those are self-care things too. But protecting your energy and honoring your need for connection and support from other people is so, so, so crucial at this time. So if you are under quarantine right now, if you are practicing self-isolation, as you are practicing social distancing, if you are like me and you had tickets to a bunch of events that are now canceled, if you're finding these windows or doors to connection being closed, I want to remind you that it's really important to find other windows to open to connection. Don't allow yourself in this time to get totally isolated because that's not healthy for us. We are human beings and we need connection. We need to support one another. We are in this together. This is a great time to practice the lost and ancient art of picking up the phone and calling someone you love. It's so beautiful that we have platforms like video conferencing and FaceTime, all of these other ways that we can connect with people we love and find support and solace in one another, even when we can't be in the same room. And I also want to empower you to remember that you have 
control over your experience. So there are so many things in the world that we don't have control over. Obviously, we don't have control over this virus and how it's spreading and how it's being covered and all of that. But we always have a choice with how we want to interact with the world from our inner space, right? We can choose if we want to allow ourselves to slip into this wave of panic and fear. We can make that choice if that's what we want, but we also have the power to choose to arrive at it from another place, from a place of trust. And trust is so important when we find ourselves in these scary, unknown, unknowable times. So it's more important now than ever to find ways to connect to this space of trust within yourself. That is why I am going to be offering special energy healings during this time. From now through the end of the month of March, I'm going to be offering special discounted 30-minute energy healing sessions. And these are done remotely via Zoom. And in these sessions, I'll be focusing around the root chakra and the first layer of the aura, both of which correspond to safety, security, and well-being in our lives. And in these sessions, I'll be helping to clear out and heal these spaces and help you rid these feelings of fear and anxiety that are not your own because it's so easy to get swept up in the global fear that we lose sight of what our truth is. And I'm offering these in hopes that they will support you to find your truth in this situation, to find your own calm center, your own space of ease. So if that is something you're interested in, if you'd like to be supported in that way, I will put the link to book those sessions in the show notes for this episode. I also want to add that your healing practices are more important now than ever. Finding time to meditate or journal or go outside or play with your pets or whatever it is that you do to connect with this space of love and joy and ease within yourself, do that. Do not let up on that. It is more important now than ever. And you, that is something that you have control over. Your inner world. So don't forget that. Don't lose sight of that in the midst of all of this chaos. And in the midst of this chaos, I've found myself in this weird sort of space because there's a part of me that worries that the collective does not have a lot of room to hear or engage with content or ideas that are not related to this virus and this pandemic. But I also see that this time is a really potent initiation to find courage and to step out into the world bravely and continue to assert what it is that 
we know to be true, to continue to do our work in the world and to do so even more fervently than before. And so I hesitated because I wasn't sure what to focus this podcast episode on. This podcast surpassed 2,000 downloads last week, which to me is a really big milestone. It's something that I am really proud of and humbled and awed by. And it felt like a really important time to properly introduce myself to you all. But I grappled with, is this the right time to do that? Are people available to hear it right now? Should I just talk about the coronavirus? And after sitting with it for a while, I found clarity and knowing that this is the time to share my story. There has never been a better, more important time to share my story. And so that's what this episode is about. I want to share my story with you and how my life has led me to the place that I find myself now. Because like so much of this podcast, I know that sharing my personal experiences and learnings from it helps support you in your own personal experiences and your own journeys. And it has been a wild ride. (laughs) And I'm ready to allow you all to meet me, to really meet me here as I am now. So that's what this episode is about. And I hope that it will be a welcome departure from some of the other things that you've maybe been listening to or hearing or that have been put in your face or in your ears in the last couple of weeks. So before I get into that, it feels really important to do a meditation with you all. At this time in our world, finding any excuse to ground and center in and connect with ease and stillness this is the time to do it. And so this is a way that I can offer my support to you all. So let's do a meditation together. If you're not available to participate, go ahead and just fast forward or come back at another later time. But if you are available and ready, uh, go ahead and close down your eyes. Close down your eyes and get comfortable wherever you are sitting or laying down. And begin to connect with your breath. Bring your attention back to your breath. And a really good way to do this is by taking a really, really deep inhale and exhale in through the nose and out through the mouth. Take notice of what it feels like to breathe. The experience of breathing. This energy, this life force 
that is running through you all the time without you having to do anything. It's on autopilot. Can you notice it now? As you inhale and your chest expands, can you feel into the strength of this breath? The power of this breath. It sustains you. It keeps you alive. It keeps you here. Can you send a little bit of gratitude to it? When we find ourselves in moments of great transition or change or challenge, Tapping into gratitude is such powerful medicine. Can you find gratitude for your body? For housing you and supporting you and being with you through thick and thin. And as you breathe, can you find gratitude for people in your life who see you, who know you and love you, who are there for you in times like this when things are hard. Can you breathe in gratitude for this larger community of human beings that we are a part of. When things like this happen and forces outside of our control might seek to scare us and divide us, can you tune into this wide web of life that you are always connected to? We cannot be divided. We share energy. We are in this together. Breathe into that space of knowing and support. And allow your body to relax. Imagine any energies that aren't serving you. So fear or doubt or worry or frustration. Maybe you don't even know what it is, but if there's something that isn't serving you that you are ready to let go of, imagine that, that energy draining out of your body, down through your legs, through your knees, your shins, your ankles, down through your feet and into the earth. Just let it go. Release it into the earth. She knows what to do with it. And when the earth receives these energies from us, she's giving us a healing in this way. Can you allow yourself to receive this healing, to be supported by the earth? 
and continue to breathe. And lastly, can you find some gratitude for yourself in this moment? You are here. You're making it. You're surviving through these challenging times. You keep showing up moment after moment, even when things are scary. That's beautiful. Send some gratitude to yourself for that. Give yourself the recognition that you deserve in this moment. And allow that to settle into your body, into your bones. And take a couple more big inhales and exhales. Whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and open your eyes. I don't know about you, but I feel a lot better after that. So thank you for joining me for that. So we'll go ahead and get into the episode. Make sure to stay tuned all the way until the end because I'm sharing some really exciting news and some exciting opportunities to connect in the future. So yeah, listen all the way till the end. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening. Let's get into the episode. Whether you have been listening to this podcast and following me for a while, or if you know me personally, or if you've just stumbled across this podcast recently, I really feel like you are meeting me now here for the very first time. I am the most me that I have ever been. I am the most free and fulfilled that I have ever been. And it feels like the right time to share my story with you. I want to share how I arrived at this place and how I can support you to arrive at this place as well. And I normally don't have any sort of script for my podcast episodes, but I wanted to make sure I got all of the components of my story out. And so it felt important to write them down. So I am going to read you what I have written. For as long as I can remember, I've struggled with perfectionism and people pleasing. It's been an ingrained part of my identity that has dictated my entire life. And in fact, until recently, I'd never recognized just how deeply my experience as a highly sensitive person 
and empath impacted how I interacted with the world. Throughout my life, everywhere I went, I could feel other people's energy. And I didn't know that it belonged to other people for the longest time. But I could feel their emotions, their unspoken thoughts, all of their discomforts, their fears. And because of this, every action I took, every word I said, every decision I made was carried out based on its potential impact on those around me. I wanted to protect myself and to avoid feeling others' disappointment or sadness or anger or jealousy or rage or fear in response to anything that I might do. I couldn't handle that pain and that volatility because I internalized it all. So as a little girl and as a young woman, the only way I knew how to control my experience of other people was to control myself. If I didn't make other people upset, then they were less likely to feel upset, which in turn lessened the likelihood that I would have to feel the impact of their upset feelings. And so in order to do this effectively, I had to be perfect. I had to make other people comfortable. I had to stay small and quiet and remain totally and wholly acceptable at all times. And this behavioral pattern was reinforced and rewarded very handsomely in my childhood. I moved around a lot growing up. My dad got a lot of different job opportunities in different cities and different states across the country. And a couple of those times that we moved, it was right in the middle of a school year. So in the middle of seventh grade and the middle of 11th grade, two really crucial times in a young person's life where I would have to pick up my life and everything that I knew and leave behind all of my friends and my school and my houses and my familiar routines for the complete and utter unknown. I would be dropped into a brand new house in a brand new city in a brand new classroom in January when all of the other kids had established relationships and routines and I was the other. I was this foreign person and they weren't quite sure what to make of me. And I wanted so badly to fit in. I wanted all of the other kids to like me. It was already so uncomfortable to be in this new unknown space and then to have no friends and to feel the judgment of other kids all the time. It was really, really hard. 
So I had to find a way to cope. And I learned to be a chameleon, a really good one. I would adapt all of my behaviors, my language, my clothing choices, my preferences, all based on what the kids around me deemed cool or acceptable. And I worked so hard to make everyone comfortable with who I was so that I could just disappear into the crowd. I wanted my teachers to like me too. So I got really good grades. I would finish all of my homework assignments early. I signed up for as many advanced classes as I could. I can see now that this people pleasing and this perfectionism was a necessary survival mechanism for me during these chaotic times in my young life. And there's the saying that we do the best we can with what we know when we know it. And in hindsight, I really see that that was the best I knew how to do. That was how I could survive. And it worked. I found friend groups everywhere I went. All of my teachers loved me. People like my parents' friends would remark on how smart and nice and mature I was. And I totally ate it up. (laughs) I wanted more of it. The approval and the validation felt really good. It filled that empty space in my heart. And it really began to support this belief in me that in order to be accepted, I had to be perfect. And if I was imperfect, then I would be unlovable. And this admiration from other people was mine to lose if I slipped up or got too comfortable or accidentally said or did something quote unquote wrong or weird. And as I got older, all of this programming was cemented deeply, deeply into my personality. It came out in all of my interactions and personal relationships. I relied so heavily on others' approval that I became completely and utterly dependent on it. I began to ask everyone around me for advice on all of my problems. My parents, my friends, family members. What do you think? What would you do? What should I do? For everything. (laughs) Like (laughs) the littlest things to the biggest things. I valued everyone else's opinions over my own in this way. And in doing this, I offered up authority over my life to other people so that it rested squarely in their hands. And pretty soon I was completely forgetting and foregoing all of my own needs and desires and relying entirely on others to tell me how I should live my life. And in doing this, I completely lost touch with Zoe. I completely lost touch with my truth, what was true for me. I had no idea what I really liked or what brought me joy 
I needed everyone's permission that what I was doing was okay. And that left little room for me to figure out what was okay or what was fun for myself. This perfectionism left me with no desire to pursue hobbies or activities or try new things because I was so afraid of others' judgment when I would inevitably not be perfect or good at that thing right away. So sports, you know, art, all of those kinds of things. I was like, nope, not, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make every excuse in the book not to have to participate in those things so that people won't have the opportunity to judge me for not being good at it. And this left me so anxious and frustrated and bitter and unfulfilled. Over time, this sweeping, heavy inner darkness really took over. I developed clinical depression at age 14, then anorexia at age 15, and then bulimia at age 19. These were more ways for me to cope. And these feelings of emptiness followed me and surrounded me and swallowed me up all the way through college and out into the real world. I would distract myself from these feelings with things like mindless internet scrolling, excessive marijuana use, punishing exercise regimens, really unhealthy behavior patterns with exercising and food. I would binge on food until I was in complete pain and then purge it all out until I felt numb and hollow. And I found myself as a young adult in these quote-unquote big girl jobs that on paper were decent and responsible and respectable and fine. You know, something that everyone on LinkedIn would approve of. They looked good on a resume. Yet I was still miserable and unfulfilled. And continuing to find these unhealthy ways to cope with this gaping hole in my heart, in my soul, when I got home after work every day. At age 25, something began to shift within me. I had my first true psychedelic experience on my 25th birthday. And looking back, I realized that that was kind of the gateway. The door of my mind and my perception was suddenly thrown open to a world of new possibilities. And over time, I started to realize that perhaps there was more to my reality than just what I was seeing and experiencing. And you know, now when I trace back and, and try to connect the dots, I realize that this is probably where my spiritual awakening really began. 
And from here, I started to interact with the world differently. And it wasn't even conscious. Like it was just in subtle sort of subconscious ways, things started to shift little by little and slowly for me. I started to question my patterns of behavior and began to look at my own experience and my consciousness from a new angle of observation and curiosity rather than um, victimhood or just not realizing that any of it was in my control or that I had power over any of it at all. I started practicing yoga seriously and consistently. This was the first time that I was engaging in exercise, not for the promise of how it would make me look, but for the way it made me feel. Yoga challenged me and connected me with my body and with a space within myself that I hadn't met before. Nobody is good at yoga right away. (laughs) That is inherently part of the practice. That's why it's called a practice. Because you develop your strength and your ability and your flow over time. And I think that being a part of it was really, really healing for me and allowing myself to do something that I inevitably could not be perfect perfect at right away was so, so important. So this was a real solace for me. I would practice before and after work. And after being laid off for my first big girl job, there was a, you know, I was at a startup and there was a company restructuring came out of nowhere, like these things do. I made the spontaneous decision to take a trip to Thailand. I was just called there. It was like, you know, this is a thing I want to do. And I had the funds to do it. I had the time to do it. And this was like the first time I allowed myself to do something like that. You know, there are certain experiences in our lives that I think act as bookmarks, as an indication of the place in our timelines where one chapter ends and another begins. And this trip was that. Traveling to Thailand was one of the first things I can remember doing for myself simply because I wanted to and felt called to. And this was me really beginning to tap into my intuition and follow it. In Thailand, I connected with the rich spiritual traditions of Buddhism. I walked around in a space of freedom and openness and wonder. I engaged with new cultural practices, with new foods. I soaked up my surroundings like a sponge. I came home from that trip and began a meditation practice. I started listening to podcasts and reading personal development books. I began engaging in a consistent morning ritual every day. I journaled about my internal experiences and began processing unresolved 
feelings of resistance and shame and self-doubt. And by doing this, I was healing myself. In my meditations, in my morning practice each day, I would have a conversation with the universe. And I use the word universe interchangeably with the word God or source or spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it. But in these meditations, I would repeat over and over again things like, I am ready to be of service. I am ready to be placed on my path. I'm ready to know my purpose. Please use me as an instrument for your energy, this universal energy. I'm ready to be guided. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to show up. And I said that every single day, not knowing (laughs) what it would bring or what was in store for me, but really coming from a place of trust that showing up from this space and this real earnestness to live a true and honest life and to serve from a compassionate, true and honest way that I would be guided to do that. And with each passing day of doing this and practicing meditation and yoga and making time to commune with myself, I found so much inner peace and ease and more and more of my soul's true essence was beginning to break free. I was finally beginning to return home to myself. And when I say return to yourself, this is what I mean. Returning to this space of truth and light and ease that exists within you all the time that just needs to be excavated. (laughs) We just need to get everything out of the way that isn't that. So then on February 6th, 2019, the biggest initiation of them all took place. And this was when I was let go from my second full-time job. And you can check out episode two of the podcast, Releasing the How, if you haven't heard it yet, for more of the story on that experience. But that came out of nowhere. And finding myself in that place and in this place with my intuition and my relationship with myself newly strengthened, I was able to take on this sudden redirection as a clear, crystal clear sign from the universe that it was time to pursue a new journey one that honored my truth and aligned me with a path of high service to the world. And so with this push, this not so gentle nudge from the universe, I decided to pursue my calling as an intuitive coach and energy worker to guide others through their own initiations and awakenings and journeys of the heart like I had experienced for myself. And so I've spent the last year training very diligently as a professional coach at a school called New Ventures West in San Francisco, 
where I've learned how to support other humans in their development in a way that honors the whole of who they are. I've dedicated the last two years to training as an intuitive energy reader and healer at the Portland Psychic School in order to help others release the energetic blocks and programming that stand in the way of realizing the fullest expression of their spirit. I started this podcast in order to share my experiences and learnings with the world in hopes that they might help those of you who find yourself on a similar path. And so here we are now in present time. You're meeting me here now for the first time. I've spent the last year and a half studying and meditating and listening and reflecting. I've devoted my heart, my body, my spirit, as well as countless hours and dollars to my craft. I've sat with myself and confronted and healed and loved the pieces of me that were trying to protect me, but that were standing squarely in the way of my truth and of my dream. And so now I stand here speaking to you from the other side of it all. And I'm finally ready to birth this dream into the world. I know very clearly because I have been guided to it, that I am here to support you, my community, through your own challenging times of transition and change and initiation. I am here to support and guide you toward the highest version of yourself, toward this space of ease and authenticity and fulfillment and alignment that I know is within you. That is within all of us. So if any part of my story resonates with you, if you know what it feels like to people please or struggle with perfectionism or look for authority and answers outside of yourself for everything, what it feels like to make decisions out of fear or based on what others want, what it feels like to lose out on joy or to hold yourself back from doing things that you really want to do, holding yourself back from following your curiosity and trying new things. If you feel ready to let that go and to invite in trust and abundance and fulfillment and alignment into your life, if you are ready to connect to your body's infinite wisdom and your intuitive inner guidance, if you are ready to make decisions from a place of authenticity instead of fear, to invite in trust in yourself, to choose yourself, to step into your own power, to find unwavering strength within yourself, to live in abundance and connect to this limitless magic that is you. If you are ready, then I am here to serve you. I would be honored to serve you in this way.
So with that said, I'm really excited to let you know about some ways that you can work with me in order to support you in all of this. And the first is through energy and aura readings. So as I mentioned, I've spent the last almost two years training at the Portland Psychic School, learning how to hone my abilities as an empath and an intuitive in order to read the energy in someone's space. And I do this by going into a deep meditation and looking clairvoyantly, so that's sort of seeing with the mind's eye, in the form of mental image pictures, what the energy is that you are currently working with in your space. And these readings can be really helpful if you are feeling stuck in a certain pattern or area of life, you're feeling held back, if you're feeling indecisive or unable to make a decision that you're faced with, if you're going through a hard time and just kind of wanting to understand why, if you're experiencing fear around change or transition that's happening, or if you're curious about next steps that you should take in your life and career, or if you just want someone to say hello. Like I really look at these readings as a hello to your spirit. I'm looking at you from this space of your highest self. And so it allows me to read and have clarity from this neutral perspective that like when we're stuck in our own shit, when we're in the middle of it, we can't have a clear vision of a way out, right? And so these readings are really, really beneficial for that to help you get some clarity on how to move forward. A particular kind of reading that I offer is called an aura reading. And just like we have a physical, biological anatomy of our body, we also have a spiritual psychic anatomy. And so our aura is our energetic field all around us. And depending on the day or depending who you are, it can be, you know, different, different sizes, but it's around a couple feet around you. And this aura is made up of seven different layers. And each of the seven layers represents different areas of your life. So the first layer represents safety, security, and well-being. The second is your emotional space, as well as your sensuality and sexuality. The third is your energy center, your doingness. So it's the distribution of your male and female energies and how you act in the world. The fourth layer is related to identity and affinity and love for yourself and for others. The fifth layer is your communication space. So it relates to your throat chakra. It's communicating with the outside world. The sixth layer is related to seeing and being seen. And the seventh layer relates to your connection to your higher self. And so in these readings, I go layer by layer and look at the energies that you are working with in each of these spaces and how they are playing out in relation to those energies in your day-to-day -day life. And often I'll come across things that are in the way, like other people's energy, other people's ideas of how you should be living your life, other people's rules, like society's stuff, all these things that aren't your truth. And these readings are so valuable to help clear those things out of the way in order to return you to this space of trust and knowing what your truth is so that you can take aligned action 
on the things that you want and on to create the life that you want. So these readings really help to clear and heal this energy out of your space. Learning how to look at these energies for myself in my own space has, and to be read by other people like other students in my classes, has completely and utterly, like I cannot stress this enough, it has transformed my entire life. My whole life is different. If it weren't for this work, I don't think I would have ever worked up the courage to start a podcast or to start a business or to be speaking to you right now. I had to clear out all of the programming and other people's pictures and other people's energies and the fears and the blocks and the doubts and all of that. I had to move all of that out of my energetic field in order to be able to align with the truth and fulfillment that I find myself in now. And that's how I want to use these abilities. I want to help you find yourself in this space as well, free and clear and able to make decisions and source your actions from a place of inner truth and authenticity. Another offering that I have been intuitively guided to provide is called uh, Energy Alignment Session. And I'm really excited about these. These are one part coaching, one part energy work. These are 90 minute intensive sessions where we will take a deep dive into an area of your life in which you're feeling blocked or challenged. So again, this could be like a decision that you have to make or around life or career or relationship or just a pattern that you don't like or a mental block, just an area where you feel like you are being held back. And in these sessions, I'll provide coaching on the issue as well as intuitive energy clearing and healing in order to help you feel more aligned and supported and prepared to take action and create the life that you really want. These sessions will be really helpful if you find yourself in a space of like, I don't know what to do. I can't make a decision about this situation or I feel confused about what to do next in my career or what my purpose is. I'm afraid to take action on something because I'm worried that people in my life will judge me. Or if you find that perfectionism is keeping you from enjoying life and doing the things that you want to do, if there's tension between you and a partner or someone else in your life, or you're feeling blocked creatively, all of these will be really well served in these sessions. And the session will help provide clarity around what it is that you want, what you really want, and what it is that you should be doing next. It'll help with a greater sense of trust in yourself, in your truth, and really helping you to feel more prepared and confident to take the necessary actions to get where you want to go. And overall, just providing a greater sense of ease around the situation and around your life generally. But most importantly, my coaching, my reading, all of it, I really feel like one of the biggest values is you're just able to feel seen and heard and validated for who you really are and what it is that you're experiencing. And from that place, you can feel inspired and motivated to move forward in alignment. 
it's so rare in our lives that we give ourselves the opportunity to sit down with someone for an uninterrupted period of time where their only job is to be there with you. Like in these sessions, I am here to listen and to offer guidance. And my attention is wholly and undividedly on you. I just think, I think about coaching and this work that I'm doing and like, what a different world we would be living in if every person gave themselves this opportunity once in a while, let alone on a consistent basis to sit across from someone and really be heard and seen for who they truly are. It's really, really, really powerful medicine. I know that me as me, just inherently, as a trained coach and intuitive, as a projector in human design, I know that I have this unique gift of seeing you for who you really are at your truest and most authentic essence. And this perspective allows me to guide you with compassion and with clarity toward this true alignment with your spirit, with yourself, with a capital S, with who you really are. And our work together will support you to step into your power and empower you to move boldly and confidently in the direction of the life that you want. That is what I want for you. I'm so excited to finally share this with you and with the world. So if you are curious about any of these opportunities to work together, I am an open book. I would love to answer your questions. Please feel free at any time to email me at zoe at zoegrayman.com. You can connect with me on Instagram if you haven't already. My handle is just my name, Zoe Grayman. You can send me a message there. I love, love, love having conversations with you all. It is my favorite part of this work. So if you have questions, I would love to address them there. I will also be attaching the link to my scheduling page in the show notes for this episode. And from there, if you are ready to book, you can book a or a reading or an energy alignment session from there. But yeah, overall, I'm just honored. And I feel really honored and privileged and grateful and humbled to be able to offer this work to you. And I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for being a human being on this earth with me at this time in history, in this crazy time that we find ourselves in. Thank you for being here. We're in this together. And it's an honor to know you and to be here with you. I'll talk to you soon.